Hello and welcome to this Brussels to Beijing policy podcast from S&P Global Platz. I'm Siobhan Hall, Platz's expert on European Union energy policy based in Brussels, and I'm joined from London by our European emissions expert, Frank Watson. Today, we're talking about the EU's efforts to cut emissions from road transport and the potential impact on oil demand and other fuels. The European Commission has recently proposed EU-wide CO2 emission standards for new heavy-duty vehicles like trucks as part of its wider efforts to meet long-term climate change commitments. But cutting transport emissions also ties in with EU policy goals to improve urban air quality, for example, and reduce dependence on imported oil. So Frank, what are these new standards? Well, Siobhan, if these proposals from the Commission become law, manufacturers would have to cut emissions from their largest new trucks by 15% on average by 2025, compared with 2019 levels. And then the Commission has proposed a non-binding target to cut these emissions by at least 30% by 2030. And that target could also be expanded to cover buses, coaches, smaller trucks, for example. Right. So if these proposals get passed into law unchanged, which of course never happens, what would be the impact on EU oil demand? Well, according to the Commission's estimates, these standards would reduce EU oil demand by around 170 million metric tonnes of oil equivalent between 2020 and 2040. That's roughly 170,000 barrels per day. That would be worth around 95 billion euros in today's oil prices, or about 5 billion euros per year. Right. So 170,000 barrels per day doesn't sound that much in volume, but I see it's still a significant amount in cash. Now, I understand that trucks in Europe are almost entirely reliant on diesel. So how would manufacturers meet these standards? Well, there are several ways, including improving engine efficiency, for example, or switching some of the new trucks to lower carbon fuels like liquefied natural gas. The Commission says the proposed binding 2025 target can be met with existing technology, but it's not yet clear what solutions would be available to meet the 2030 target. So that's why the Commission is proposing to review the 2030 target in 2022. And you mentioned LNG there as an alternative fuel. Can you give an example of emission standards driving demand for LNG in trucks? Yes, actually we have a very recent example as Italian gas grid operator SNAM has just announced plans to build four micro LNG plants in Italy. The plan is to supply trucks with LNG as a lower carbon fuel than diesel. Ah, yes. Now, that's an interesting example, isn't it? Because SNAM is saying that those plants could also liquefy biomethane to make bio-LNG. Yes, SNAM is saying that bio-LNG is the only currently available option to have a fully renewable zero-carbon fuel for heavy goods vehicles. Well, I know the European gas industry has high hopes over the next 10 to 20 years, both for using gas in transport and for using renewable gas in general. That's all part of its survival plan as the EU moves to decarbonise its economy. Yes, the EU is committed to cut its greenhouse gas emissions by at least 80% by 2050, and the gas industry will have to find a way to be carbon neutral by then to keep its place in the EU energy mix. So there is clear growth in the gas and transport sector, but it's from a very low base. Um, For example, SNAM says the number of vehicles using LNG as a fuel in Italy has gone from less than 100 to about 1,000 in the last eight years. So it'll be really interesting to see if more micro-LNG plants significantly accelerate that growth. Yes, and it will also be interesting to see how electric vehicles develop. Local policymakers are keen on electric buses, for example, uh, which ties in with efforts to improve air quality in cities by banning diesel engines. 
We've already seen London, Paris and other cities announce plans to restrict using diesel cars. And Germany's top court recently ruled that German cities are free to ban older diesel cars from their streets with immediate effect. Interesting. And then this push on urban air quality is not limited to Europe, is it? I mean, it's becoming an issue in huge markets like China and India as well. So the Commission wants to use these proposals to encourage manufacturers to develop cleaner trucks and buses, which can be sold all around the world. Yes, China, for example, already has around 200,000 electric buses in use. And the IEA has just estimated that electric buses globally displaced about 60,000 barrels per day of ore demand in 2017, while electric light-duty vehicles displaced about 48,000 barrels per day. Okay, so that makes the Commission's estimate that its proposed standards would save 170,000 barrels per day in the EU alone to 2040 seem much more significant. Well, the IEA has now estimated that electric vehicles in total, including cars, will displace about 2.5 million barrels per day of global oil demand by 2030. That's 10 years earlier than its estimate from just six months ago. So the picture's changing fast. Ah, so now that 170,000 barrels per day doesn't seem so significant. Well, to put that in context, global oil demand today is around 95 million barrels per day. So even 2.5 million is only about 3% of today's total. So these are early days still, and I'd expect the Commission to propose stricter vehicle emission standards over time to help meet its overall climate targets. The direction of travel is very clear here. Well, yes, this is clearly a fast-moving topic. And one we'll be keeping a close eye on here at S&P Global Platts. That's all we have time for today. Thank you, Frank, for your insights, and thank you for listening. Join us again soon for more Platts Perspectives on Policy.